0: Daf is Nasir Daf Nun Bes. We are holding on the bottom of Daf nun Aleph ahmed bez first we 're going to talk about the union of beria, of having a complete entity and how a complete entity sometimes even if it 's less than a shear for a variety of halachas, it 's still going to be considered as if it 's as if it meets the requirements of the shear because it is a complete entity because it is, it is a barrier, not really directly related to Nazir, but since we were talking yesterday about a mace that's chaser, so now we're going to talk about a beria that's chaser, and whether that changes its status of a uh, of a barrier. But the real primary topic of today's daf is going to be shidro golas. The Mishnah mentioned that one of the things that Nazir would be megaleach that a Nazir is not allowed to be metame to is shidro golas, is the spine and the skull of a mace. So the Gemara is going to raise the question, does that mean that a Nazir is not allowed to be metame only to the spine and the skull together? Together, or is it, Oshidra Shidra, O that either one of them, a Nazir, is not allowed to be Metame too. The Gemara is going to have four attempts to try to bring a proof, whether it means both of them or even one of them. On the third proof, we're going to have four rejections of the, of the third proof, but that's what pretty much the entire daf is about. And then at the very end of the daf, which we're probably not even going to get to today, is going to be a discussion whether a Nazir is even Megaleach on a Rova Atzamos, From a Shidrava Gulgolas, but that's already a different topic. So the primary topic is really about Shidrava Gulgolas and just how to touch the words of the Mishnah. Is it Shidrava Gulgolas together or O Shidra, O Gulgolas? So let's begin from the discussion about Beria first. Three lines from the bottom of the page. Nun, Alif Amin, Beis. boy Rava. Rava raises the following shayla. Nimalash hachasra mahu. What if you have a bug that is chaser? Meaning it's missing a leg, let's say. Uh, so what's the din? Shiura La Vah chaser or beria gemirina Ika. Do we assume that, uh, that a Beria is like a shear, and therefore if it's missing any part of it it's, uh, it's considered to be not a Beria? And therefore, it's not going to be a violation. One is not going to get Malkus for eating such a bug. Or do we assume Beria Then No. The din is it has to be something that's able to live, and this is able to live. The bug is able to live without a leg, and therefore, it would still be considered a Beria, even though it doesn't even have the full form that you would uh, that you would expect a bug to have. This is based on the Mishnah Malkus. The Mishnah Makos, Tafid Gimel says that the divrei ha'kol ha'ochel is going to be chay- that's the idea that even though normally when it comes to machalos hasuros, one is only punished for eating a kezayis. One only gets Malkus. if you eat a kezayis. Kezayis is defined as achila when it comes to machalos uh, hasuros. But if when we're talking about very tiny bugs, then Mipreshi kibbur If it's an entire entity, even if it's very very tiny, one is going to be chayv Malkus. That's why bugs, in a certain sense. One of the reasons why bugs, in a certain sense, is a scarier issue in halacha than many other Isurim, because most other Isurim, unless you're a kazayis of nevela, let's say, so you're not dealing with an onesh and it could become batel. A berry is also in, in a betela. I mean, everything else could be batel b'shishim, but if you have a barrier that falls into a barrier of something that's not kosher that falls into a large uh, kosher food, a large pot of kosher food, the berry is not going to be batel. So that's why, even though normally you would say betel Shishim, why do I have to check the lettuce or whatever else for these tiny little bugs? But if you have a Beria of a, of a bug, even the tiniest little one is never going to be batel, and it's going to be something for which there is an Onesh. So the Gemara is just raising the question about what the Geder of, uh, of Beria is. Is the Geder of Beria anything that would be able to live uh, in, in the state that it's in, meaning with all the limbs that it has right now? Or is the Geder of Beria that it's got to be literally complete, that it has to have every, every part? So I'm Discarta the Mideskarta Tashema. We'll bring a Raya. Pasuk says Bohem Yachol BeKulan. So you might think by Shrutim when it says. Um, when it says the word bahem asheiga bahem mosam that it's only when you have it in its entirety. Tamla r'meihem. I meihem. Pasuk says meihem. I meihem. Yachal m'ktsasan. You might think any tiny piece. or Bahem. So how how do we reconcile the word meihem with the word bahem? Haketzet asheiga b'mktsasan shehu kikulan v'shiru chacham bikadasha That it's uh, that that the tumah is going to be transmitted when you touch even a small part of it, as long as that small part is like Kulan, is large enough to be an entire entity how large is large enough to be an entire entity of a sharet an adasha the smallest sharet would be the size of an adasha because there happens to be this tiny sharet that when it's uh, when it first comes into being it's the size of an adasha so we see from here that, uh, that, that that's the uh, the shear and uh, and and that the shear is that it's got to be a barrier and if it's missing any tiny little piece of it, then it would not be a barrier. I Meaning, take that chomet, for example, that tiny thing that starts out with Kadasha. If it was missing a leg, it would also be able to live. But still, it wouldn't be a barrier. It would only be called a barrier if it has all of its limbs. So that's the raya. Tosos explains just a little bit more elaborately. Lefi Yishachomet, t'chiles priyasa be gemiri says Tosos in the first skinny line, midi ka'adasha, from the fact that we identify the adasha as the shir, shari chomet, gam kiavit avitchilasa bikadasha Inu, Imrag this chomet bug, this this little uh, shor, called the chomet. When we say that it starts out the size of an adasha, that means with all of its legs and with its horns and with all the different parts. If you were to cut off any little piece of it, that would make it less than an adasha. Would still be able to live, but nevertheless, we would say that no, the shear is still an adasha. So we see from there that it's not whatever part of the bug is able to live, it's only when you have the entire the entire bug. Um so that's the that's this shear. Amr of Shmaya back in the Gemara, Kiba Inan Shiura uh Sh Kiba Inan Shiura Dib uh Dibidolo Havukadasha Lomitame Dolonafluba Nashama Aval Nafabanashama lower so, uh, so the, uh, uh, the 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 Gemara the Gemara points out Tosus explains what's going on over here that uh, that the, the, dach, the Gemara is rejecting the Raya that the Gemara thought we had a barrier that even if it's uh, that 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 uh that that it's got to be a full barrier and that if it's missing any leg or any little piece of it that's not a barrier so the Gemara is rejecting that that amram shmaye kibin shiru bikadash eichdonov benshama kgon khomet shim nivchas ma'at tkhila azvade in lo lekhshiv barrier bepachos I mean, we're assuming that this little sharetz that we're talking about, this chomet it has to start out with all of its parts. If it would start out as smaller than an Adasha, it would never live, it would never survive. Granted, later on in life, as it grows, it may be able to lose a leg and still survive, but it never would have had an a neshama, never would have had a neshama, never would have had life in it, had it not been that it started out with all its parts. But if you're dealing with a bug, that's already alive, and that its leg fell off, it would still be able to live. So maybe in that case, it would still be considered a beriah, even uh, even though it's, uh, it's missing some parts, because it's not missing so much that it's not able to live. It's still able, able to live. This discussion of beriah comes up in another area of halacha as well. It's not only when it comes to onshim, for violating a law, and not only when it comes to uh, the eme the, batl, the that, that it's not, that a bury ain't a betela, that a bury doesn't become batel, it also comes up in the halachos of bracha achrona. That's where it's, uh, it's a little bit tricky because it's a mach-lokas we've shown him, whether we apply this to bracha achronim. Meaning, normally, in order to be chayiv in a bracha achronim, one needs to eat a shear. You need to eat a proper shear of the food. What if you didn't eat a proper shear of the food? We're talking about a kosher food now. We're not talking about eating bugs. The person didn't eat a proper shear of the food, but they ate a berry of They ate an entire entity. So the shalchanaric writes in semen Reish yud, si'if alif. If you eat or drink Pachas Mikshir, you do say a Bracha Rishona, even on the tiniest amount, but no Bracha Kibriyaso but some have a suffix to say that if you eat something that 's kibriyaso, so I would have said what 's Kibriyaso if you eat the entire fruit, eat the whole apple, the corn, and the seeds, eat eat an entire fruit, so what would you say by a pomegranate? The entire fruit would mean it 's impossible. no one eats the peel of the pomegranate. you would never. no says the Aruch, Cibriaso means you eat an entire entity like a single grape or a single uh, seed of a pomegranate. That is. A beria. So some would say that you don't need a kezayis. Therefore, he says, If you need grapes, don't eat one grape, eat several grapes. Enough that you'll make sure they have a kezayis. If you need pomegranates, make sure you eat enough seeds that you make sure you have a kezayis and you avoid this suffix. And the Ramah says, lo mikri beria If it's a seedless grape and you spit out the seed, you didn't eat the whole beria because then you're missing part of it, but it's interesting that we consider a pomegranate seed to be a Beria even though it's not the entire not the entire fruit. So Mughan Avram writes that the Beis Yosef quotes in the name of Ma'ari Shem Nafal Ktsas Ali Debishel. Let's say you were cooking it and some of it fell off while you were cooking, which happens all the time. Things uh, disintegrate a little bit while you're cooking says Magnavram, it's still called a Beria So in the uh, Mishnah Brewery, he disagrees Mishnah says that we don't paskin like that. Mughan Avram, he says if while you're cooking it, something falls off, it's no longer a beria. He says that Holmog and Avram is only the shita's harash. The Rama cholik on the rush. La alacha, that would not be considered a uh, a, a But this is a very no When a person is eating anything, that would be that would normally be considered a Beria We need to be careful to make sure to try to eat a kazayis. That's black on wine and, and shulchan Sometimes people heard of the din of Beria so they just automatically make a bracha when they eat only one grape. That's not correct either. It's a it's a safec. It's machlokas. We're supposed to avoid the suffix in many cases Nilchus luchos specifically. Specifically, we tr- we instead of just parsing clearly like one sheet or another, we try to avoid the suffic. Uh, we try to avoid the entirely. Uh, the the briskerov just points out over here. It's it's a very strange discussion. Barrier that's missing a leg is it still a barrier? Isn't that a different That that's not the definition of barrier. I mean, what if I have a grape that's missing part of the grape? So that's not a barrier. That's the very definition of barrier. That the barrier, the, the whole kunz of barrier is that you have the whole thing. If you don't have the whole thing, how could you call that a barrier? So the briskarov points out very important, in the, name of, uh, in the name of his father, in the name of Rub Chaim, that when we talk about Beria, there are really two dinim in Beria. There's Beria's Neshama, and there's a burya of an entire entity that if you were to cut it in half, it would no longer, it would lose its shame. So, for example, the Gemara learns that Gid anashe, if a person eats an entire Gid anashe, that is that a din of a burya, and he's going to be chayv Malkus, even if it's Pachos Mikazais. Why? Because a Gid is called the Gid anashe. If you have an entire Gid anashe. But if it's less than a Gid anashe, then, then if you cut it up, then it's not called a It's called a piece of a HaNoshe. It, it would lose its shame if you were to divide it up. So he says, what, our Gemara's discussion is about Beryas Neshama. Berias Neshama means a living thing. Like, if you have a grape, that's not a barias Neshama. That's just something that you would only call, it, would, it, it only has Shmoa love when it's complete, and when you cut it, it would no longer be Shmoa love. There's no Shiloh when we're talking about that kind of barrier that it's got to be complete. When we're talking about the grape, when we're talking about the kernel of wheat when we're talking about the, uh, the, the the seed of the pomegranate that certainly has to be 100% complete if it's missing anything it's not going to be called a Beria the shaila Vagomar was about a Beria's Neshama a Beria's Neshama one could argue well if it would be able to live it is able to live without one of its legs so it's still a Beria's Neshama even without one of its legs these are two different two different dinim in uh, in, in in Beria okay back right in the Gemara now so uh, we are holding up the two that's a nun Ahmed Aleph. So the Mishnah said, "Hashedra vaGulgolas." That if either the skull or the or the spine, the Shedra or the uh, the Gulgolas is uh, I mean, well, it doesn't say. It says the Shedra Gulgolas person is not allowed to be uh, n- not allowed to be Tamei. just one more thing on Beria the, the Shulchan How do we pass him? The Gemara leaves it unresolved over here. Shulchan and Siman Kufzif Aleph says that uh, in order to uh, the, the, the for a Beria to have a status of Beria not to be Batel, it has to be shalim. And if it's Chassar Filu eva, meaning we paskin, it's very important that we paskin, that if it's missing anything, it's no longer called a barrier. that was one of the kulas that one of the Hashka agencies pointed out with the frozen vegetables a while back that one of the, I forgot what kind of vegetable it was, but one of the vegetables that they found that the infestation of bugs that were in the vegetables, when they froze them, the bugs eyeballs popped out, so the, uh, so it was no longer a barrier. now the bug would be able to live without it but, uh, but uh, if if it were alive, it's not going to live after being frozen. But it would it would have been able to live without it. But uh, but it's it's not called a barrier anyway because that's we peskin that way in shulchan Meaning, if we in that, if a leg fell off, it would still be called a barrier, It wouldn't help that the bug's eyeballs popped out. It would still be a barrier, It would still be a problem. But uh, or let's say uh, a power wash. Sometimes they power wash the vegetables. Uh, two ways you could you could uh, you could either check it. Or you can get or try to get all the bugs off of it. So sometimes they find with power washing, it gets 99% of the bugs off of it, but every once in a while a bug will just be, you know, a leg will fall off of a bug. It will... It'll to the point where some piece will fall off of it, so if it accomplishes at least that, then it would be batal, unless your whole kavanah and washing it is to be mevat al then we have is al chachila. but if it would be if that would, would actually happen, it would be it would be batal, because even though it's missing a leg, it would still be batal that's how we paskin in ha uh, in Shulchan Aruch so this is important sugya halachal okay, shidav Gugolas says the Gemara, i'bailu, shidav al tan Oshidra ogul golas. When we say shidra ogul doesn't mean that a nazir is only not allowed to be matame to both when it's a, the the spine and the skull, or either one. A nazir is not allowed to be matame to. The rabbi of Paris points out. Why don't you just look at the mission? The mission says Allah shidra vi ala gulgolas. So doesn't that imply? That these are separate items on a on a list. So if a parent points say, yes, but if you look in the Mishnah Allos, it doesn't say al in between. It says and Baal, and says Ashur Golgolas. So uh, so the question is, which Mishnah is written bidafka? Which Lushan, Which Mishnah is uh, the Lashon that we're supposed to be in, and which Mishnah is not the Lashon that we're supposed to be medaykin So that's the shaila. The rest of the daf is going to try to bring rayas. Which it is? Is it that Nuz is only not allowed to to both the skull and the spine? together, or either one unless it's not allowed to be matamitu so I'm a Rava, Raya number one Tashemal, let's bring a Raya Shedra shegireid rov Tahara, if you have a spine where you severed most of the ribs you cut off most of the ribs from the spine, then it is going to be Tahar but if it's in a kever, then even if it's broken or it's uh, bro- broken down into its pieces, still it's going to be tame because of the kever. But tame. the implication is why is the spine over here going to be tar? It's because you ripped off all these little bones from the spine. But it sounds like if you did not rip off any bones from the spine and you just left the spine and only the spine intact... It's going to be katani. So it sounds like the spine, even without the skull, is going to be Tame. Because we said that the only way the spine is going to be Tar is if you pull off bones from the spine. But without that, the spine alone is going to be Tame. Says Gemara. Ha lo katani. Now, it never says to be mentai from this. Ha, that, oh, if you would have left it intact, that that alone would be tame. No, ha kamash The If you pull off bones from the spine, then it's definitely tar. Idach, and if you don't, tibailach We don't know. That's, that's the shayla. But the the only reason we mention pulling off the bones is then you know for sure that it's going to be tar. If you don't pull off any bones and you just have an intact spine, so then it's a shayla. Then we're not sure. Then maybe it's tame. Maybe, maybe it's not. So that's not a, a clear-cut raya. Number two. There are six things when it comes to uh, combining two mesim that Rabbi Akiva said would be tameh. that if you get these items from a combination of two mesim, it would be tameh, and the Chachabn said would be tahar, and Rabbi Akiva ultimately changed his mind. Umaisa the tarsium, and one time they brought a kupa shal atzomos, a whole box full of bones to the base of Tarsiyim. Tarsiyim is a machlokas what exactly Tarsiyim means is it a uh, a, a, a kind of people or like a nation or is it a, uh, a a profession it used to be that uh, we we find in the end of sech sukka that they used to have different bateknesios for people from different professions, all the doctors would dive in together, and the lawyers would dive in together and, the, and there was or at least they would sit together in the basic Kness, Shal Alexandria, the, the Gemara says over there that they would have each each profession would sit in Lasa, and there was, it was for networking so that if a person needed work, they would have, they would be able to talk to people who worked in their profession who would be able to help them out so that 's what uh, says a shul was always a place for a uh, for for for, uh, for for chesed also that people should be able to help each other out that they should get to know each other after davening not uh, not during the davening that was understood so they brought this box of bones into the base of Knesset, and they put it underneath a uh, skylight underneath an open part of the ceiling and then the doctor shul I guess got out earlier than the uh, than the tarsim shul so the whole team of doctors comes storming comes into the shul And they examine the box of bones and they say there is not a shidra, there is not a, a spine from a single from a single mace. Ah, sounds like the whole reason it's not going to be a problem of Tumah is because you don't have a full spine from a single mace sounds like if it were a full spine or a full skull from a single mace then it would be so you see that it's one or the other it's a shidra or gulgolas it's written in the style of it's written in the style of it's written in the mace what the what the and what the doctors were saying was: not only do you not even have a shudra from a single mace, a skull and a spine from a single mace. You don't even have one or the other from a single mace. But it could be that in order to be tummy, you need both. You need a shit of a bulgolus from a single mace. The doctors were just being as dramatic as possible. They were saying, "You're not even close over here." It's one thing if you had, you know, you had at least one of them from mace. You don't even have one or the other from mace. and it's only going to be tummy if you have both of them from mace. It could also be that the doctors were diagnosing just. one what it was not so they, they were assessing what was in front of them. They weren't paskining halachas, meaning would be medayik from what the doctors said. They have a no, but apparently they, they were asked about a halacha, meaning they were asked, "Tell us, do we have X? Do we have?" Because they needed to know whether they were tummy or not, whether this was going to be mavirtuma. So, uh, so that's why the response of the doctors something that could be medayikin because they're responding to a question. Clearly, that was that was asked with halachos in mind. So that was uh, that's why we could be a medayik from the from the response of the doctors. The the Rishonim and Akronum have a difficult time figuring out what exactly the concern was over here. So you have this box. It's tachas ha'avir, which means that it's not going to. It's not going to be matami ba ol because it's underneath an open an open airspace. So how do have a box that's tachzavir, and yet they're still worried about the t- what are they worried about? It's tachzavir, so there should be no concern of the uh, the tumah. So I saw that uh, one of the Rishoda wanted to say that no, the box itself was larger than the airspace that it was underneath. So uh, most of the bones in the box were under the airspace, but a long spine would extend into the room itself. So if you have a full shidra, so part of that spine is actually under the the ceiling of the room, and as long as part of the spine is under the ceiling of the room, if a shidra alone would be enough to be mitame, that would be enough. You wouldn't need the entire spine to be under the ceiling of the room. As long as it's part of a full shidra, and part of it is under the ceiling of the room, that would be enough to be mitame. It's I get right, whoever was there, right, as they were transferring it, maybe that was it yeah the the uh, the, the other uh, issue or one of the other issues that comes up, two, two important halachic issues come up over here. First of all, are you allowed to bring a dead body into a shul? That they, they brought this box of bones into a shul. Is that uh, something that's permissible? The Chach Masadim writes in Klau kufnun hei, suf yur chas, that that uh, that when are you allowed to bring a dead body into a shul and hold a levaya in a shul when the person is a Chacham all of the gone. He has to fit that criteria. And then they bring him right where he used to Darshan and they would be masked with him right there. And he, the Rabenu Adam writes, He said, everyone saw that, hey, they had the Vilna uh, uh, funeral in a shul, that, uh, that, that, that my Mekhutin, he wasn't really his Mekhutin, but they were close enough that he used to call him his Mekhutin. So his, uh, he was, I, I think, the Chakmas Adam's Son was married to the Vilnagon's granddaughter, or something like that. So they were close, and it was like a mechutin. So he said they would bring my mechutin, They brought my mechutin's body into into shul and him. She yodeiham l'chala olam. Vilnagun v'yachad He said the Vilnagon, There was only one Vilnagon. There was no. Uh, there was no doubt who were the greatest mind of his time, the greatest talmudachem of his time was. When we met, but it's interesting, they always they called in, we call him the Vilna Gon. That's not what they call they called in his time the Chasidmi Vilna, that he was uh, for for his uh, his righteousness and for his sidkus. We call him the, the Gon because we're more impressed or what we see more is, uh, is we see his gaonus. Go- but dulasus um, and So he says now whenever they want to respect a the person, they have his funeral in shul. Terrible, he says. They're not supposed to have funerals in shul. It's for the Vilna down. You have a funeral in shul. Short of that, you don't have... Uh, so he's very, very against it. Uh, they're, they're being Metamias mikdashi. Uh, they're gory, they're gory mral, the mace poseh. Uh, it's not good for the mace because it's a Kitrug up in Shemaim. Because up in Shemaim, they're saying, really? chacham all of vagon? Let's see if you measure up to how, uh, how everyone's measuring you down there. So that's, uh, there's a lot of chubas about this. Who exactly you're allowed to bring into Shul? Ram Shik was asked about this, and he says that Mavur um, in Shulchan you need to have a Chacham Al-Fagon and uh, in the Medrash says that Abenu Hakadosh was brought Yud Ches Bate They would bring him around. Ram Shik says that, uh, that that yeah, that if you meet that criteria, but so it's not that it's never. Sometimes we allow it, but it has to be someone who's really deserving of it. In the Chuvis Malam Da'ahel Chelik Bezi or David Kuvav, he was asked after Rav Israel. Hildesheimer passed away, whether they could ever have his real Hildesheimer's uh, funeral in a school. And he said, he went through the criteria what you need, and he said Rav Israel Hildesheimer fits the bill. He says he was Bidoro, Dor Yosom, Isha, Kolbo, Tara, kharifos and he goes on and on to explain how great Rav Israel Hildesheimer was in and everything else. And he says so for him you should uh, you should be masp. He said, and I heard that there were must with the ksav sofer in shul as well. So if it was okay for the ksav sofer, it's okay for Rav Israel Hildesheimer also. As uh, Hungarians were like, what? What are you talking about? So, but uh, but that, that's. The, that, that, that's what the Malam for German Jewry. Rav Hildesheimer was uh, was that as well. So it's interesting though. In Halicha Shlomo says said, I don't want uh, I don't want you to be Masmi in the yeshiva in shul. I don't want my body in the yeshiva in the shul because it's only a Chachamal of the gong. So Shlomo Zalman felt that he didn't uh, that he, he didn't fit the. They probably couldn't do it anyway. They had to. Do, there were hundreds of thousands of people at Shlomo Zalman's. So they probably had to do it outdoors anyway. But uh, okay. But that's that's one one important halaya. Issue that comes up. The other is in the amanus of doctors for alacha. Uh, here, this team of doctors came in. They need to know alacha whether there's an issue of tum over here, and they're believing the doctors. So that's a question: Do you are you allowed to believe? It's a major machlokas in early Akronim. Whether you're allowed to believe a doctor. To, uh, to, to trust for for v'heter. So when it comes to eating on Yom Kippur or Chil Shabbos for bikoach nefesh, so even a suffix bikoach nefesh is docheh. So whenever it's a bikoach nefesh type of issue, so we generally assume you're allowed to believe the doctor because it at least creates, even if you have a machlokas, if you were to ask another doctor, the other doctor would say something else. It's a suffix bikoach nefesh. It's a we'd nefesh. We'd be, be make as, as, as well. Um, the the revash. Um, the, uh, the Rivash writes that, uh, that that it's only by Savi uh, Pukak that you're allowed to that you're allowed to believe a doctor. Um, but others say no, Uman Marum uh, and it's something that's also Other doctors are going to be consulted as well potentially, so the doctor's not going to lie to you. It's something that he'd be very careful about. But maybe the concern is not about lying as much as it is about how much of what he's saying is fact and how much of what he's saying is a judgment call, and uh, maybe he's, he has poor judgment, and you need, you need more, more opinions. So that's what some of the posts can say, that it really depends. Some sofa writes that if it's on a klal in teva, he's believed. If he's trying to explain what, you know, how things work, you know, what it says in the textbooks, so then he's believed. But if it's about a specific detail in your case, so then maybe you should uh, you should get more of a more of a consensus. But lechora, I think the meaning nowadays is that we uh, we we trust doctors, assuming that it's a trustworthy person. That the person uh, you know, sometimes you have to assess whether the per- there's also in in today's litigious society the doctor's knee jerk reaction. Certainly, if it's not from doctor, doesn't understand that you know what halacha means. So the knee jerk reaction is always going to be just. Always be cautious, always say, say th- what sounds like the safest thing. So that way, it's, uh, you know, they don't have to worry about lawsuits as, as much. So, uh, so a person has to be careful you know, when it comes to, to pregnant women fasting on Yom Kippur or something like that. So if you ask a from doctor, the from doctor will say, Stay in bed. Have a lot before. And, and if X, Y, or Z happens, then you should start eating or drinking. But short of that, you're fine. But if you ask uh, almost any non from doctor, they'll tell you, Oh, well, what do you mean fast? You shouldn't fast? Well, because why would they tell you to fast? Because then it's, so a person has to be careful. He has to know who the doctor is that you're talking to, and whether they have any sense of what the halach is or they just want to avoid a lawsuit. Okay, Mi Miminyana, the third Raya, third potential Raya. From the number itself that we gave, we said a number that there are six cases that Rabbi Akiva was in the or Mita'hir. So, umahin shi shidram, she Rabbi Akiva metamein What are the six cases that Rabbi Akiva was metamein l'cham or metayin? So let's count. Al-Ever ba mishne mesim. An Aver that comes from two Mason. That's number one. Number two, Al-Ever menachai she and bnei Adam, a name from two different people. Number three, val chazi kavatamos shabbat mishnei a chazi kav of bones that comes from shnei mesim. Number four, val ravius dama b'mishnayim, ravius of dam that comes from two people. Number five, from two mesim. Number five, val etzim kis saura shneflekl shneim, a piece of bone the size of a saura that's cut into two. And number six, val shedra. The Hagul Golas, but if your Shedra gul Golas are split, the Gemara points out V'Isal Gadaita, O Shedra O Gulas Hani Shiva Avian. If it's one or the other, then that's not six; that's going to be seven. So, <laughs> this seems to be a raya that it's got to be Shedra it's got to be the two of them together. That the Nazir is not allowed to be matami to. So, the Gemara has four rejections of this raya. First, the Gemara said, nah, katani, rabbim, etzum kisara, When we listed that there are six cases, that, Rabbi Kiva's metami, that was talking about cases where there was a Rabbim that were cholik on Rabbi Akiva. One of these cases, it was only a yachid that was cholik on Rabbi Akiva. The case of Etzim Kisaura was not a case where there was more than one person being cholik on him, it was only one person being cholik on Rabbi Akiva. Titania, if you have a bone the size of a of a, of a barley that's, uh, that, that, that's split into uh, the size of a saur that's split into two. Uh, uh, Rabbi Akiva metame, Rabbi ben Nuri metair. Rabbi Akiva is metame and, the, and Rabbi Yocha Ben Nuri is metair. So you see, it's only Rabbi Yochan Ben Nuri. It's not the chachamim. It's not a group of of tanaim that are cholak on Rabbi Akiva. So that's why that one doesn't count on the list. And therefore, shadur this might be two separate items on the list, or another rejection of the raya. Akiva, the six that we mentioned are six things that are that relate to dead bodies, to when you combine two different dead bodies. But Eber Menachai was on the list, so Eber Menachai doesn't count toward the six, and therefore Shedva are two separate items on the list. Dechia number three. Viva Isema. Kika Tani Kalecha de Nazir Megaleach ala Helo. La Fuke Etzem Kisora de Lo. No, the only items that make the list of six are things that a Nazir would be Megaleach if he were in the same Ohel as these things. But a Nazir would not be Megaleach on an Etzem Kisora. And being in an Ohel of an Etzem Kisora, because the halacha is that an Etzem Kisora is not but ohel. An Etzem Kisora is only Metameh ba' Magu Masa. That's what we've pointed out. When you have very tiny pieces of bone, that's the whole thing. The whole din of HaPras. The halacha is midrabanan. If you have a sadash and nechrash kever, a field that had a kever there, and then the kever was plowed up, so the whole field midrabanan is tamay. What does it mean the whole field midrabanan is tamay? What if you fly over that field? No, you're not going to be tamay, because the whole concern is that as you walk through the field, the mace may have been uh, cut up and may have been scattered throughout the field, and you may touch an etzem kisaora in any given spot, but it's all chashash of maga. Etzem kisaora is only tamay. If you touch it or if you carry it, an etzim kesora is not going to be Tame if uh, be hell oh, So the the etzim kesora doesn't count toward the number six on that list, and therefore shaduvgulas might be separate items on the list, or a fourth and final reason that this is not a good raya. V'ybaysema kikatani. That the six items we identifying our six things that Rabbi Akiva was metame, the were Matir, and then Rabbi Akiva changed his mind. La Fuki Rabi Yasdam delov Hadrbay, as opposed to the case of Rabi's Dam, where he never changed his mind. Damali Rabbi Barkapara, Lotishan Ravi's Dam Bekhazara, Sharudh Sha Rabikiva. Don't say that Rabbi Akiva changed his mind about a Ravias This is something Limudhash Rabbi Kiva beyado. Rabbi Akiva maintained his position about a Ravi is Dam did he maintain his position. It seems that he's correct. He has a pasuk that backs him up, because the pasuk says, nafshos meis in the plural. Well, wait a second, what do you mean? Nafshos meis, that it's nefesh from two different mesim? Yeah, that a revi is done. is metame, according to Rabbi Akiva, and Rabbi Akiva kept that, uh, maintained that opinion, ad Rabbi Shimon, or um, Rabbi Shimon, had a, even a sharper way of saying this, that ad Vay metame. He says, I could only tell you what Rabbi Akiva held until he died. In mishameischa, if after he died he changed his mind, that I don't know. You know, but that but I can tell you what he held when he's still alive. It reminds me of the story they tell of the guy who uh, who, uh, who who became a chassid, and his father was a litvak, and his father said, "Just do me one favor when you say kaddish for me, don't say v'yasmach porkane." Please, don't say v'yasmach porkane. You know, the son became a chassid, and then uh, he says, "Okay, okay." Father dies, and the kid says kaddish, and he says v'yasmach and They said, "Your father had run across there, you don't say v'yasmach porkane." He says, "Yeah, but now he changed his mind." now he uh, now he knows better so the uh, so he says if you give it change his mind now okay fine now maybe he knows better but until the until he died he didn't change his mind tanus the gmar dizos he fasted so much for to get a kapara for speaking so disrespectfully that his teeth became blackened from all that fasting for speaking disrespectfully about his Rebbe You don't say such a thing about Rebbe Kiva that maybe now he changed his mind. The Tfaristion it just gives a little a little uh, uh, tam to what it, what it means, why it was so why this was so disrespectful. Because we have a concept called So what does mean? It means that if you have a machlok it's between two different Tanayim that on, on some level they're both MS and they're both tanaim. Torah and you get scharli mitorah when you learn shittos peishamai also they both have a, a, a they're they're both considered to be ms now is Kim Chaim a rule in halacha that you're gonna paskin like both ways no we don't paskin like uh, like both shittos one of them is accepted the other one's not accepted it may have enough la halacha and you say Kim Chaim, that might be the reason why uh, why why we're making like a dasyachad Chak, and things like that because it's uh, because that's also part of Torah but it's uh, but but the pasch is in halacha only one opinion could be accepted so if you were to say that Rabbi Akiva was not choser so long as he was here and he's choser up in Shemaim, up in Shemayim you don't have to do halacha up in Shemayim it's Torah so he would never be choser up in Shemaim. it's one thing for him to be choser here he's going to say okay I'm be so he's not saying he's wrong but when you say that he's chozer up in Shemayim, then you're saying what he said was absolute sheker, that it wasn't even Deveril Kim Chaim, that it wasn't even chelik uh, of Torah. And that's extraordinarily disrespectful, and therefore he, uh, he decided to fast for, uh, for being so so, uh, so disrespectful. The, uh, the, the, the Meiri and other Rishonim and uh, the Chida and Achronim uh, point out over here that you see how careful one has to be when disagreeing or when speaking about previous generations and speaking about Rishonim a lot of times people in yeshivas then, you know, they learn a Rishonim and say, ah, ridiculous well, what's he talking about, it's absurd so we have to realize who we're talking about that, uh, that these uh, the Rishonim and, uh, and even uh, the Akronim are, uh, are are people who are of far greater stature and most often when we don't understand them, it's not because they were so ridiculous it's most often because we are lacking in our own understanding. Tashma fourth and final Raya is it should Vigul Golas or oh oh one or or the other Titania if you have a rova from uh, from 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 bones or from either two or three bones, would be enough to be matami. rova it has to be a significant portion of the skeleton. May rova binyan, which has to be either the majority of the height of the skeleton or the majority of the number of bones in the skeleton. I could make it that both and really agree with each other. He says you only need two or three bones. He means if that makes the majority of the height. He's talking about the, the bones of the leg. If you get up to the waist of the person, you're already talking about the majority of a site. So either it's, uh, two shoks and one yarech or the other way around. What's the shok? What's the yarech? Satosis points out that the shok seems to be the bottom half of the leg, underneath the knee. That's a major question in halacha, because shok bi isha erva, so which part does a woman have to cover up, only above the knee or uh, below the knee, so for whatever reason we seem to be making that the definition of shok is the thigh, even though in many sources it seems not that way it seems that the shok is really the bottom half of the leg, so halv rov gova that's already the majority of the height of the person, and when Basil says if you have either the majority of the structure, or the majority of the number of bones, halv yesh you could have the majority of the number of bones and have very little of the height of the person. You just have their hands and feet because there are so many little tiny bones in the hands and feet. And Shama is a third cheetah, Says even a bone from the shidra or the gulgalas. So bottom line is, you see, Shama held even a single bone from one or the other. So those who are cholik and Shama must hold. No, you need the whole shidra or the whole Golgolis, but not both. So it says not a shiny Shama de machmir can't bring a riot from. Shamay he was super machmir, but if me not time to be shamay to machmir, Haravon and the ika, ad the golas low. But at least we could be, we should be able to be medayik that the rabbanon were cholik on shamay would require the whole shidro the whole gulgolas, but not both. So says Moran, I'd come to pliger rabbanon leish shamay el beetzem echad da osi min ashidro min a gulgolas. Aval heichad yisi beinay afilu afilu chad min That maybe they only disagree when it comes to one bone from the shidro and vugal golas, but when it uh, when it's when it's intact, then maybe even one or the other would be. Uh, I'm sorry. The ray was that it would be. You do need both. That uh, that until you have shidra v'gul So we're saying no. Nah, maybe they mean you only need one or the other. You only need either the shidra or the gulgulas. Period. we will begin with the shaila from tomorrow. Goodness.